Soccer Saturday, presented by your Central Indiana Ford dealers. Visit your local Central Indiana Ford dealer today. And by Community Health Network, exceptional care simply delivered. Now here's your host, Greg Rakestraw. Good morning to you, soccer fans. It is Soccer Saturday on 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan. It is also the final Saturday before the start of the 11th season of Indy 11 soccer. And the preseason has been very good to the Indy 11. And frankly, other news this week that we'll get to in a matter of moments that bodes very well for the immediate future of the Indy 11. But first things first, the preseason is in the rearview mirror. The Indy 11 played to a nil-nil draw in their preseason opener against the Pittsburgh Riverhounds. The next time they would face USL Championship competition would be the preseason finale against Detroit City on Thursday, in which the Indy 11 scored three in the opening half. Goals apiece from Augie Williams, Callum Chapman-Page, and Aiden Stanley. 3-1 the win over Detroit City. The goal that was allowed by the Indy 11 just the second in six matches. Indy 11 outscored their competition 18-2 in six preseason friendlies. A pair of wins over MLS Next Pro teams, a League One team, and Indiana Wesleyan University from the NAIA ranks. Again, uh, in one sense, you don't want to take too much from preseason-friendly results, but if you don't play, you might as well win them, and that's exactly what the Indy 11 did. There's all kind of good feelings about the boys in blue heading into the season opener against Oakland Roots, the late-night match next Saturday at 11 o'clock from the West Coast. Now, we'll get back to talking about the Indy 11 coming up in the next segment of the show when Yunus Budati will be joining us as he is back for year number two. We're going to give Coach Sean McCauley an extra week off because, frankly, he has stuck talking to me pretty much each and every week from this point forward. So Sean McCauley will join the show next week. Also, the team captain, that's the tradition around here, that the team captain gets the nod uh, for the first game of the season. And news about the show undrafted next week. One of the participants from Undrafted in Caleb King, who made the final 22, did not make the final two to get his chance to play for the team in terms of preseason tryouts, but he's got a role with the Indy 11 going forward. He will join us a little bit later in the program, as well, official friend, not just friend of the show, but like legitimately, we're bros at this point. I'm cool with that. Devin Carr will be joining us. And now let's talk about when you can hear Devin broadcasting an Indy 11 match. Now, unfortunately, this means it comes at the expense of, well, me getting to broadcast the match. But you know what? I'm cool with it if the Indy 11 get to be on national TV. And that's exactly what happens. It was announced earlier this week as part of the combined television package on CBS, CBS Sports Network, ESPN and of course both Paramount Plus as well as ESPN Plus that the Indy 11 will participate in one of three games that will be seen on CBS this year that would be LIP AFC goes to the big network on Saturday April 6th a massive massive opportunity for the league and for this club, and a chance to showcase what we feel 
is the best rivalry in the league. So LIP, AFC, CBS, Saturday, April 6th at 4 o'clock. Now, the downside is that's the only national broadcast of several that the Indy 11 get to have this year. Now, obviously, all matches on ESPN+. And we, as in myself and Brad Hunter, we will do our usual combination of 20 matches this season, all home games, as well as three road games. Those haven't been announced yet. I think they will be very soon with primarily games seen on MyNDTV, perhaps some on Wish TV. And last year, we stuck a couple of games on WRTV Channel 6. All those designations will come out at some point in time in the very near future. But just know our broadcast debut will be week three, the home opener against Sacramento Republic. And again, a national broadcast of Indy 11 and Lucid in April the 6th. We'll talk about that with Devin Kerr and other things coming up a little bit later on in the program. Now, the other bit of news I wanted to make sure we got to right off the jump of the show, because this came down yesterday, there is a U.S. Open Cup in 2024. A handful of MLS teams will participate Another handful of MLS Next Pro teams will participate. In total, there will be 96 teams playing. 32 teams that play either in MLS Next Pro, in NISA, or in USL League One. Then there are 32 additional teams that have qualified from an amateur level, like saying local qualifiers, NPSL, uh, the USASA uh, Adult Soccer Association champs. There will be two rounds of the tournament that take place before the Indy 11 enter in round number three. 16 USL championship teams will enter in round number three. Then the eight MLS teams participating and the top eight USL championship teams from last year's standings. We were a playoff team in Indy. We were not in the top eight. We enter in round three. The top eight teams enter in round four. Those teams are the Charleston Battery, Colorado Springs, Orange County, Phoenix Rising, Pittsburgh, Sacramento, San Antonio, and the Tampa Bay Rowdies. Those teams all enter the round after the Indy 11 participate. So whom we're playing, we won't know until we get done with round number two. The dates for that first Indy 11 match in the U.S. Open Cup pushed back a couple of weeks from where it's been. April 16th or 17th is where those matches will take place. By the way, the MLS teams participating, the defending cup champs Houston Dynamo, Atlanta United, FC Dallas, LAFC, Real Salt Lake, San Jose, Seattle, and Sporting Kansas City. Those are the teams that will take part in the Open Cup this year. If time allows at the end of the show, I'll give you my thoughts on the situation, and I'll clarify not necessarily the Indy 11's thoughts, but mine as the host of the show as to how this all came down. But frankly, our guest list is so good I'm not sure how much time we'll have for me to kind of wax poetic on the subject. Eunice Budati joins us next. You're listening to Soccer Saturday on 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan. Tullamore Dew, authentic Irish whiskey. May your team be swift in their aim true. And may your whiskey always be Tullamore Dew. Glasses up to responsible drinking. Tullamore Dew, Irish whiskey, 40% alcohol by volume 80 proof. Copyright 2015. Imported by William Grant & Sons, Inc., New York, New York. 
As the highest performing national contractor of excellence, Gaylor Electric offers complete design-build electrical construction and 24-7 on-demand electrical support. Recognized by many world-renowned companies as one of the most forward-thinking organizations in the industry, Gaylor Electric delivers consistent excellence in innovation and quality to the customers we serve. Visit Gaylor.com to find out what it's like to rely on Gaylor Electric. Meet Chip. 30 years ago, Chip started a family business with a big idea. Today, there's a new building and a new fleet of equipment. At Indiana Members Credit Union, we know Chip. We know he plans to keep growing, building business with the next generation. We're here to help Chip and you with secure and simple account management tools and commercial financing to grow business. Today, it's all about Chip. Tomorrow, it's all about you. Because at IMCU, it's you that matters. Learn more at imcu.com. Rising 15 stories above the city's wholesale district, the Hyatt Place Hyatt House Indianapolis downtown offers a modern and lively setting in the heart of the city within walking distance to the best attractions so you can enjoy your downtown experience to the fullest. Stop by the Pivot Bar and Balcony with exclusive outdoor dining and space to host your next private event. Enjoy a relaxing dinner or craft cocktail on the spacious outdoor patio. Call 317-762-2013 for more information and to make your reservation today. Experience exclusive living at the Olivia Luxury Residences and Shops. From modern high-end finishes to a luxurious amenities center, elevated pool, and aqua lounge, no detail is overlooked in the Olivia Luxury Apartment Residences. Step outside and enjoy great food at Bar Louis, Verde Cantina, Rosie's Cafe, or Sugar Creek Winery. The Olivia is walking distance from the Monon Trail and Carmel's Arts and Design District. Call 317-660-2400 to schedule a tour at the Olivia Apartments today. Tullamore Dew, authentic Irish whiskey. May your team be swift in their aim true. And may your whiskey always be Tullamore Dew. Glasses up to responsible drinking. Tullamore Dew, Irish whiskey, 40% alcohol by volume 80 proof. Copyright 2015. Imported by William Grant and Sons, Inc., New York, New York. That's a way to use your head. It's Soccer Saturday on The Fan. Welcome back. It is Soccer Saturday, 93.5 and 107.5. The fan, as we alluded to in the opening segment of the show, the preseason tremendously good for the Indy 11. Outscoring opposition 18-2. That wrapped up with a 3-1 victory against Detroit City FC on Thursday afternoon. Enjoying a little downtime before the grind really gets going. Back with his second season with the Indy 11 in his Yudas Budati. Always one of our favorite conversations. Good morning, my friend. How are you? Good morning, Greg. Really good. Thank you. I uh, appreciate it, uh, having me on again. Of course. And and obviously you have known, you know, really since the end of last year that you were going to be coming back here. You obviously probably didn't expect a coaching change in between that, but 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 that's kind of life. But I guess just your overall thoughts on being back here in Indianapolis for a second season. Well, it's great. You know, you had um, you have a year to kind of settle in and, um, you know, it's, it's a change going from a different team. So coming back for a second year, brings a little bit more consistency and a certain routine that you carry over from the last year. So um, very excited with um, with the group that we bring him back, very excited for this season. So, um, you know, a good feeling about coming back for a second year, Sandy. Obviously, your role last year was, was as a back, but you were asked to get forward early and often. Do you see your role changing that much with a change in head coach from Mark Lauer to Sean McCauley? Well, not too much, I think. Um, the new the new coach Sean that's that's come in um, has had a good idea of the qualities that this team has, and I think um, you know Aiden on the other side as well uh, has the quality to to go up a lot. Um, so we get the freedom to do that. 
So with that, the Aiden you're referring to isn't Aiden Quinn, but Aiden Stanley yeah, exactly. as one of the new members of the Indy 11. And and he played a part uh, in, in terms of a goal in that victory against Detroit City FC. Uh, we've talked to Aiden on the show, but for those that maybe don't know that much about his game, what should they expect from your running mates at, at the opposite side along the back line? He's a good player, you know. It's uh, it's one of those things that you play on one side in the league, then you see a lot of the same players um, over the years. And Aiden has always been a left back that stood out to me. So it's, it's good to not having to battle on the same side against each other, but having each other on the same field this year. All right, just uh, the off season for you. I realize you've been you know training now for the last five six weeks, so the off season may seem like a distant memory. But one of the things that always catches me, especially guys that have an international background such as yourself, there is usually a lot of travel involved during the off season. Did you get to go back across the pond at all during the course of this break? Yeah, so I got to, um, I'm half Belgian, half Moroccan, so I was able to um, go to both places this offseason, see the, my dad's family, uh, side of the family in Morocco, and then I uh, got to see my mom's side of the family where I grew up as well in Belgium. Um, so it was a good offseason overall. How, how often do you have that chance? Clearly you're not going back, say, March through November uh, or February through November. How often have you had a chance to go back since college soccer turned into professional soccer for you here in the States? Um, that time, it lasts a little longer. I think in college, you would have obviously the summer break and the winter break. So I would try to go home at least twice a year. Um, now that um, I'm playing professionally and the season goes a little longer, um, you have more time in the off season. I would say two, three months. Um, but then I take take care of that in, in, in that time. Um, so I, I try to go um, home after every season and then spend at least a couple weeks um you know, on the other side of the pond. Well, it's it's obviously great to have you back, both from that trip and, and back for the Indy 11 for, for a second season. Really any kind of goal setting yet for this team in terms of what you think this group can accomplish in 2024? Well, I think we have, you know, a great roster again um, on paper. But I think, you know, um, Coach McCauley has told us a couple of times uh, we've, we've won a lot in preseason, but um, it's not much about setting the long, long-term goals. You're just trying to go on a one-win streak every every week. And if you do that, then at the end of the year, you'll put yourself in a good position to do something. Um, so I think we just got to take it game by game and uh, try to carry out some momentum and, and see where it takes us at the end of the year. After having a year in Indianapolis, um, A, what were some of the things you missed here in Indy while you're away? And secondarily, um, I, I guess places you haven't gotten to or things you have yet to experience that you're hoping to kind of check that box here in 2024? Um, well, I missed, uh, you know, I like living in Carmel. It's very, uh, it's very calm. You have a lot of nice little places to eat. Um, so I missed that aspect of it. I didn't really miss the cold that much, but this year, <laughs> this year hasn't been as bad as last right. year. Hopefully we, we get spared uh, until the season starts. Um, but obviously the soccer I missed, you know, having the, the, your teammates around every day, uh, it's, it's something that you can't really, uh, you know, replicate in off-season. Um, so that's kind of a little bit of a different time. You see family, which is very nice. Um, but after a while, it starts to... Uh, the feeling that you will start want to uh, play again comes up, and it's always good coming back to Indy and just uh, you know getting on the field every day. I also know finally before we let you go, uh, you played hurt for a good chunk of last year because that that shoulder never you know fully healed after you hurt it uh, in, in late May. Shoulder back to 100 percent at this point for you. 
close to 100%. You know, sometimes it kind of still nags a little bit, but um, it's, it's, it's improved a lot since last year. So hopefully that's not something that um, has to bother me at all this season. Even when that wasn't 100%, you were giving your 100%. That was obviously uh, obviously noticeable from my chair uh, at, at every opportunity. Eunice, as always, a pleasure to catch up with you. Good luck here in, in season number two. Safe travels to Oakland. We'll see you in person real soon. Thank you so much, Greg. See you soon. So, again, just for record-keeping purposes, here are the returning members of the Indy 11 from last year. Callum Chapman-Page, Adrian Dees-Pay, Eunice Budati, Maka King along the defensive line. Up top, Sebastian Guenzati, Douglas Martinez, Roberto Molina. In terms of in goal, Yannick Etzel. In terms of midfielders, Cam Lindley, Jack Blake, Diego Sanchez, Aiden Quinn, and even though he wasn't here last year, Tyler Gibson still gets returning player status in my mind, having been here in in, in, in 19 and 20, but technically from last year's team, 12 players return. So again, right at half the roster returns from a season ago to play for the Indy 11 in 2024. A guy that hoped to join the ranks of the Indy 11 – won't do it as of now as an active player, but has been extended the opportunity to work for the team, was one of the many participants in Undrafted. We'll tell you his story when we come back. His name is Caleb King, and he joins us next. You're listening to Soccer Saturday on 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan. Head to Court Furniture Clearance Center for up to 70% off new retail prices. Stock is updated regularly, so you never know what kind of treasures you'll find. They offer a wide variety of stylish furniture for any budget, and every piece is court certified, so you can let your personality show in every room. Mention Radio 20 and get 20% off any item in the store near I-65 and Lafayette Road. Online at court.com. Refresh your home with stylish finds from Court Furniture Clearance Center. When you're dealing with a sports injury, getting back out there is the first thing on your mind. We know the feeling. Our sports medicine team cares for thousands of student athletes across central Indiana. In addition to physicians and athletic trainers, you'll have access to experts in physical therapy, imaging, and more. And with convenient locations near you, we help make healing as simple as possible. Learn more at ecommunity.com sports. Community Health Network. Exceptional care, simply delivered. For over 60 years, Somerset CPA and Advisors has been guiding clients through the critical decisions that impact their financial health. Somerset CPAs is now CBiz Somerset and MHM. With more than 120 offices and 6,500 team members throughout the U.S., they're able to provide the benefits and resources of being part of a national firm. And you'll still receive the same personal attention from the same expert consultants you've come to know and trust. CBiz Somerset and MHM. National resources, personal service. As the highest performing national contractor of excellence, Gaylor Electric offers complete design-build electrical construction and 24-7 on-demand electrical support. Recognized by many world-renowned companies as one of the most forward-thinking organizations in the industry, Gaylor Electric delivers consistent excellence in innovation and quality to the customers we serve. Visit Gaylor.com to find out what it's like to rely on Gaylor Electric. The goal isn't graduation day. The goal is a better every day after. It's the first day in your new career, your first pay raise, the fifth day of that week-long vacation. 
It's the first paid holiday home with your family or the day of your last car payment much sooner than you thought. At Ivy Tech Community College, they don't just care about your degree, they care about your life. Ivy Tech can get you where you want to go. Get started at ivytech.edu. At Johnson Controls, they transform the environments where people live, work, learn, and play. The places and spaces that are the backdrop to the biggest moments in your life. Delivering more efficient workplaces, better patient outcomes, safer learning environments, and enhanced fan and passenger experiences. They provide the building technology, solutions, and expertise to power your mission. Johnson Controls. That's a way to use your head. It's Soccer Saturday on the Fan, presented by Community Sports Medicine, the official sports medicine provider of the Indy 11. Welcome back. It is Soccer Saturday on 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan. While there is not an Indy 11 match that you can watch this weekend, there is Indy 11 content that you can watch this weekend because the final, fittingly, the 11th episode of Undrafted debuts this weekend. There will be a season number two and hopefully in the variety of outlets you've had a chance to watch it over the course of these last 10 weeks. Well, a guy that has been a starring piece of it, even though we learned last week he would not get that chance to compete for his spot with the USL championship team, is Caleb King. However, he certainly left enough of an impression with the club. The team wants to hire him full-time. We'll explain coming up as, of course, this conversation as Caleb joins us now. Caleb, good morning. How you doing today? Good morning. I'm doing just fine. Just dandy. All right. So with that, let's kind of go back maybe even over a year ago now. Exactly how did being a part of this show get on your radar for the first time? So I actually heard it from my soccer coach in college. Um, he used to work with Brad Hodder, and um, he sent me an email, I think, around World Cup time. Um, and I first heard about it then deciding on – I was still pursuing soccer trials elsewhere – and this one seemed like the best opportunity because it's a longer session rather than a weekend or even a day. It was a, um, potentially a whole summer, almost a whole year. So I heard it from my soccer coach in college. All right, so where did you play your college soccer? College of Worcester. It's in Ohio Northeast, uh, roughly an hour outside of Cleveland. Same conference as DePon Wabash, for those who don't know. That would be the North Coast Athletic Conference. A lot of guys with Division Three ties uh, end up uh, being a part of this show because, again, of Brad's knowledge of that level. Um, and, and so when, when you first showed up, even though you knew it was going to be extensive, did you realize you were basically in for about a 10-month tryout at that point? Um, so not necessarily, but I expected it to be long. Um, it was an invitation, basically, to join a longer program, and that depends on how good you think you are. <laughs> and I, I don't overestimate myself, but when I got there, I was looking at the competition, and it was good, but I believed in myself that I was going to be able to participate and at least pass the first round. And lo and behold, I made it a pretty decent way. So I was expecting a longer amount of time. So obviously there were a series of tryouts, and, and for those that have watched the show, we saw you know matches take place. I want to say maybe the first one might have been like in April. I think it was the Monterey Bay match, if I have my dates pr properly. I know there were other matches that you would see before an Indy 11 game. Then there were you know kind of training sessions and Grand Park. Exactly how much time kind of elapsed from the last time you and the group got together in the summer to then the December kind of top 22 guys, exactly how much time passed there? Um, I want to say our last game was July. Um, 
And then we didn't go back until December. So there was a pretty good three or four month gap there. Um, I did make an appearance with Indy 11 in September. Uh, we spoke to some kids in, uh, uh, from a high school that came and uh, we talked to them about motivation and, and following your dreams and whatnot. They were from their student council, I believe. Um, but official Indy 11 game, I believe, was the end of July. So we had a lot of time to mill over, wait to hear back, and obviously keep training to make sure you're, if you got lucky enough to move on to the next phase, you were ready for what was coming. All right. So uh, last week's episode was basically, and really a big portion of the week before's episode was showing what happened in December. So after you get through those training sessions in December, did you did you think you would get the call? Were you kind of not surprised that it was, hey, we're, we're going to go in a different direction mentally? How prepared were that? You know, were, were you for that, and, and how'd you handle that? Gotcha. Yeah. So um, I came in with a lot of hope, um, seeing the twenty two guys that made it. None of them were really surprising. Uh, it was definitely cream of the crop. I got to give credit to the club; they did a really good job parsing through the good people who deserve to be there. Um, I did think I had a chance going into that two week or two sorry two day camp. Um, I unfortunately did hear some news. I think it was the first day, end of the first day of the tryouts, that uh, Indy 11 had signed another defender. <laughs> um, and that was a pretty big blow. But I tried to not let it distract me too much because at the end of the day, you can sign whoever you want. If the position is open and you're good enough, then it doesn't matter who's already on the team. There's one person who was guaranteed a spot. So I did try to not let it deter me too much, but I can't say that I could completely ignore that. Um, but I still tried my hardest, did my best. Um, the last game, I didn't perform as well as I thought I should have. Um, but because it was an accumulation of, you know, events from before that, um, you know, eight months, summer, and, you know, the first game in April, I really um, didn't let that deter me too much. I was really kind of hoping until the very end that, you know, the spot could have been mine. And it unfortunately wasn't, but, you know, things went a different direction. So but never lost me. Clearly, you left an impression, and you could see that in the snippet that we saw last week because basically Brad more or less did the exact same thing. And then how far after that no did he or the Indy 11 reach out and say, hey, we, we, we maybe don't have a, a first-team spot for you, but we'd like to make you a full-time employee. When, when did those conversations begin? <laughs> yeah, so um, I believe that was December. Uh, was that last game, heard my no. I think it was about maybe a month or so because um, I was trying to look up the undrafted um, episodes as they were coming out. And I believe it was middle of January, late January, call it like the 22nd, 23rd. Um, I got an email from Brad, and I had been getting those periodically because they were letting us know when sure. drafted episodes were airing and how we could um, how we could view them and whatnot. And I was, you know, hoping to see myself in a couple of those episodes, <laughs> so I was definitely keeping track. Um, and then I got an email from Brad just saying, hey, um, there's a position that might be opening up, and I think you'd be a really good fit for it. Obviously, you know, you'd have to interview um, because we can't just, you know, give you a position without having you go through an official process. But he really gave me a, a pretty nice vote of confidence saying, hey, you know, I know we had missed out on you being a part of the team, but there's this position for, you know, a youth camp director that is opening up as our club's growing, and I think you should apply for it. So I hopped on a call with him probably a couple couple days later, tried to get through my work schedule, and, you know, here I am now. So, folks, you are now hearing from the new youth camp director for the Indy 11 in Caleb King. Now, I also know – that you're not exactly giving up on the dream of playing professionally just yet. So so you're kind of getting ready for one job, but still trying to search to see if there's a playing spot for you out there somewhere, correct? Yes, sir. So I, I guess how do you balance those two? So um, I'm actually really grateful to NBA 11 um, because I had a pretty difficult conversation during my interview process. They'd ask, you know, what does loyalty, what does commitment look like? And I can tell you firsthand I don't have a problem with commitment or loyalty, but I do have a problem with being, you know, 
given a choice between giving up on my dream sure. and I feel I'm so close to achieving and taking a really secure, awesome position. I'm also getting married in, in April, so I'm at this crossroads where I have a really nice, secure job in soccer. I'm not currently working in soccer right now. I do a little bit of stuff on the side on my Instagram, but I'm, I'm mainly bartending. and I'm really looking for a career shift. I want to work with a club. I want to be around the game that I love so much. And this offer just kind of fell into my lap, and I was – felt like I was given an, an option either, you know, choose this really secure, awesome, incredible gift that you get to, you know, work around soccer, get to be with kids, get to train, be around the first team, go to soccer games. You know, you have to move a little bit, but this is a really cool opportunity. But you're really close to the professional game. You, you made it to the final round of undrafted. You were a qualified player. You're only – I'm 24. I turned 24 in February. You're still really young and have your whole life ahead of you to potentially chase this thing. And so I had that difficult talk, told him, hey, listen, like, I want to help the club grow. And the 11 gave me the best shot at professional soccer so far, so I feel like I should give back at least a, a little bit if given the opportunity. And, you know, it was a, a difficult decision for them because I know that there were other qualified people they were looking for who could potentially 100% be, you know, longer term. But at the end of the day, I told them, I need to chase this because I'm close. And the only way I'm leaving is if I get a contract somewhere, um, which that's a you know a big if. Uh, it's a really difficult thing to get a professional contract. So you either have somebody who really loves the game, loves the club, and wants to see it grow for an unknown amount of time, which could be longer and could be shorter. It could be maybe I take a little hiatus, get some playing experience, and then come back and help the club that helps me get this chance in the first place. Or you take somebody who doesn't care about the game as much, but you know he's going to be around for six years. So it was a difficult decision, but I'm glad that I was able to kind of talk and work my way through this because it's honestly one of the greatest decisions I'm going to look back on my life and say that I made. All right, so with that, what was it like to see yourself on, on TV or, or the internet, whatever, the, be, be one of the many stars of a television show that you lived as an athlete. Now you get to see, watch and go, do I make this episode? What, what was that experience like these last two and a half months? Uh, it was great. Uh, really fun to you know see myself on a, on a TV screen. I haven't been in, on TV since I was like 11 years old in our you know, local Thanksgiving parade or whatever. <laughs> um, so to actually have a, a voice was really cool um, to get to see. You know, they interviewed some people from my family to get to see what they said about me. It was really cool. Um, my fiance was on there. It was really fun to see her. You know, support me. She went to pretty much everything during the summer made you know the travel so that was really good but it was i don't know it was cool i didn't like the sound of my voice as much but you know <laughs> i feel like that's something everybody says when they hear themselves the first time but it was, it was really cool to be able to share that experience with people who are going to be watching all right so just overall what and i we've touched on this a little bit but this experience you know when you began it basically 15 months ago to when you and i are having this conversation right now when you look back at it in totality, how do you sum it up? Where do you begin to describe what this ride's been like for you? Oh, wow. That's a, that's a pretty loaded question. Um, I guess I got to say, if I could sum it up, it was it was really fulfilling, which I know the ending for me wasn't as fulfilling as, you know, if I had made a team, this team, and been able to play. But I got to chase, you know, my dream, and I got to get really close. And I'm also not being forced to give up, which is awesome. Um, I heard about this and um i don't know if people listen know a lot about saga trots a lot of them are kind of cash grabs where sure and 80 bucks you spend 110 bucks you spend 160 bucks you go to a hotel for a day and a half you have a really crappy session and you don't get picked and the club runs away with a lot of money um i didn't have to pay to participate in this um endeavor of course but yep. i felt super satisfied with wow they're actually looking at us they actually care to to know about you know where do i play how well do i play what's my consistency these people are looking for a player. And that was something I couldn't necessarily say about 
I've been to probably 10 trials at this point in time. Other ones have been pretty big and massive, and none of them have compared to this kind of quality where you get looked at by coaches, um, assistants, people who want to help you succeed. And if you put in the effort, you can, again, take the time, but you can make it to this final round of a, a group of 22 players who are really close to their dreams. So I would say if I had to sum it up, it was really fulfilling. And again, like I said, I know the ending for me wasn't, but this isn't the end of the dream. So it's just the next step. Sounds good, my friend. Enjoyed watching you. And again, I, I know you're hoping to be playing in the very near future. If not, it's great that that fallback gig is with us here with the Indy 11. Caleb, thanks for the time and the insights today. We greatly appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Again, catch the final episode of Undrafted later this weekend on WRTV6, ISCSportsNetwork.com. Normally there is a uh, Twitter stream of this week's show that comes out at some point in time, late Monday afternoon, early Monday evening. And also simply go check it out on the Indy 11 YouTube channel. Devin Kerr joins us next. It's Soccer Saturday, 93.5-1075 The Fan. Tullamore Dew, authentic Irish whiskey. May your team be swift in their aim true. And may your whiskey always be Tullamore Dew. Glasses up to responsible drinking. Tullamore Dew, Irish whiskey, 40% alcohol by volume 80 proof. Copyright 2015. Imported by William Grant & Sons, Inc., New York, New York. Meet Chip. 30 years ago, Chip started a family business with a big idea. Today, there's a new building and a new fleet of equipment. At Indiana Members Credit Union, we know Chip. We know he plans to keep growing, building business with the next generation. We're here to help Chip and you with secure and simple account management tools and commercial financing to grow business. Today, it's all about Chip. Tomorrow, it's all about you. Because at IMCU, it's you that matters. Learn more at imcu.com. Who appreciates the value of an Ivy Tech Community College associate degree? It starts with more than 20 Indiana colleges and universities who have partnered with Ivy Tech in a guaranteed admissions program or the 70,000 students who earn college credit while still in high school, or the more than 1,500 nurses who launch their careers from Ivy Tech each year. But the real value lies in the better life an Ivy Tech degree makes possible. Ivy Tech is your pathway to a better tomorrow. Get started today at ivytech.edu. When joint pain is getting in the way of your life, Community Health Network Orthopedic Specialty Care can help. Community specialists offer comprehensive care for every type of orthopedic issue. And our convenient locations and simple scheduling options make it easier to get the relief you need. Learn more at ecommunity.com ortho. Community Health Network. Exceptional care. Simply delivered. Rising 15 stories above the city's wholesale district, the Hyatt Place Hyatt House Indianapolis downtown offers a modern and lively setting in the heart of the city, within walking distance to the best attractions, so you can enjoy your downtown experience to the fullest. Stop by the Pivot Bar and Balcony with exclusive outdoor dining and space to host your next private event. Enjoy a relaxing dinner or craft cocktail on the spacious outdoor patio. Call 317-762-2013 for more information and to make your reservation today. Experience exclusive living at the Olivia Luxury Residences and Shops. From modern high-end finishes to a luxurious amenities center, elevated pool, and aqua lounge, no detail is overlooked in the Olivia Luxury Apartment Residences. Step outside and enjoy great food at Bar Louis, Verde Cantina, Rosie's Cafe, or Sugar Creek Winery. The Olivia is walking distance from the Monon Trail and Carmel's Arts and Design District. Call 317-660-2400 to schedule a tour at the Olivia Apartments today. 
Tullamore Dew, authentic Irish whiskey. May your team be swift in their aim true. And may your whiskey always be Tullamore Dew. Glasses up to responsible drinking. Tullamore Dew, Irish whiskey, 40% alcohol by volume 80 proof. Copyright 2015. Imported by William Grant & Sons, Inc. New York, New York. That's a way to use your head. It's Soccer Saturday on The Fan. Our long national nightmare is over. We are now, oh my goodness, like 10 episodes in to the 2024 edition of the show before Devin Kerr is on the program. We fixed the glitch, everybody. We found him. It's like old school Carmen San Diego. Where in the world is he? Well, he's getting ready to call uh, Philadelphia Union and Sporting Kansas City, too, as part of MLS Season Pass on Apple TV and like ships to shore and things like that. Joins us now. Hello, my friend. How are you? I'm alive, man. I'm alive and well, and I have a voice, at least for now. And I'm excited. I mean, can we talk about the fact, I'm just going to get right into it, Lipa FC? I mean, (laughs) who did you guys bribe to get that TV slot? Well played, my friend. Well played. Thank you. And obviously that was the lead of the show today. But there's one national game for the Indy 11 this season. And by God, it's on CBS. One of two that will appear on CBS. The other being the USL Championship. So clearly... Both Indy 11 and Lou City's goal is to take up 100% of the games that go to CBS. So let's talk about this right now. Uh, just your thoughts as to the large nature of the television deal that has been announced this week for the USL Championship. I haven't figured out as to whether or not it's the worst kept secret in sports or not, because actually a lot of people didn't know, but I also know a lot of people that did know. Um, it's. I think there are a couple of different ways to view at, uh, view it. Number one is with the way that sports have gone in terms of viewership over the past couple of years, people have become a little bit perturbed um, by the fact that you get sports over such a variety of platforms. Now, in my opinion, I think this is great because it's narrowed down to two. While I understand that those entities have separate things on their own, you're still in two specific locations for a pretty cheap price. That's my opinion. You and I, when we talk, I like to speak some facts a lot, but I do think that is an opinion-based statement there. It's giving you the most access, the most coverage that USL itself has ever provided its fans. That's internationally, domestically. You know, we, we mentioned the CBS game. You get CBS, you get ESPN, CBS Sports Network, Golazo, ESPN Plus. It's the championship. It's League One. You know, obviously there's a relationship there with SiriusXM as well. I'm not sure how, as a fan, you could sit there and be frustrated by this situation, except for some fans that are disgruntled that maybe their team didn't get enough games. I'm happy to go into (laughs) how that happens. But otherwise, man, honestly, like, this is coming from someone who got the opportunity in 2018 to be the lead analyst for this league. We had four nationally televised games with ESPN at that point in time, and they were split between ESPN News ESPNU to now fast forward seven and a half years later, we're almost, you know, almost at the eighth season and to see the league on big CBS on big ESPN, ESPN to 35, potentially even more games on national television, quote unquote, the growth is pretty unfathomable, but also awesome to watch. Well, let's let's talk about you know you know a team that gets a lot of national attention, and it's Lou City again for Indy Eleven. Yeah. It's it's the one game at Louisville, and again you can't complain. My goodness, it's CBS on Final Four weekend for goodness sake. 
Um, but Lou City's on there a lot, and a big part of it is, A, they have been so stinking good for their first nine years, and B, they have the facility that others emulate, one in which the Indy 11 are building something like that, albeit bigger, that comes down the pike in the next year or two. Size matters? Is that what you're saying? Something along those lines, but let's face it. (laughs) I mean, when it comes to the best soccer-only facility in our league, right now it's Loose City. Simple as that. There are so 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 in terms of your facility, real quick. There are two things that I am pleading with USLHQ. I want a nationally televised game in Rhode Island, and I want a nationally televised game in Indy because I can't wait to see both facilities when they're done. <laughs> right. To your point, you know, imitation is the most sincere form of flattery. Louisville gets the most opportunity, certainly because of their success, of course, but also because of their infrastructure. That's both on and off the field. The the off the field, in terms of the facility, training wise, it's awesome. It, it's it's a great facility at any level of sport, yet alone in USL. And so everybody trying to chase that as the precedent makes perfect sense. What they've been able to do at Lynn Family Stadium in that size, I've been in that cathedral a couple of times. Most recently, I called College Cup from there. It's beautiful. Mike Watson, I actually talked about this on USL All Access in, on Tuesday this week, and I said that I'm, I'm probably most excited for this game, certainly because it's, it's Louisville and it's Indy, but it's actually the fans that are going to be able to fill the stadium. Right. That's not a knock on the stadium. Every single nationally televised game we've had for Louisville so far, Greg, has been a midweek game. Now all of a sudden I get a Saturday afternoon match where fans can get up early, lubricated possibly in the most appropriate of ways with, you know, father time and a, and a little bit of uh, substances involved in the morning, staying, staying perfectly true to itself, and then get to go hang out, enjoy the game, go watch basketball at night, get on a plane and fly home, well, you know, whatever your poison is. I think that's the coolest thing to me. And, you know, to be able to showcase this this rivalry that although is, is joking of sorts and we have fun with the name, Mike Watts said it best himself. All he cares about is being able to say <laughs> Louisville International Proximity Association football contest on national television. He's been asking for years. Now he gets to do it on Big CBS. Listen, for many years it was the AFC on CBS. Now it's LIP AFC on CBS. Exactly. It just completely exactly. rolls off the tongue. So now let's talk about the two teams. And obviously uh, we're a little more interested in the 11 here, so let's start locally. Your thoughts of the coaching change, your thoughts of the players brought in, namely Augie Williams, but other key wins as well. Your thoughts as to how this roster is constructed seven days out from the start of the season? Never met Sean personally. Had some dealings with him of sorts at Minnesota United um, when Adrian was there. Look, structure is something that comes to mind when I think of the experience of where he's coming from. Um, A very specific way for a long time, and they found success doing so. You know, up until last season, they were the only team that had made the postseason four seasons running in the Western Conference. So there's success with that for sure, regardless of how that that turned out. Um, The roster, I think the roster is better this year. I love what's going on offensively. They've definitely gotten better there. I get it. Michak Jerome is gone. He hasn't really been himself for the past couple of years. Robbie Dambrot is formidable. Wouldn't necessarily say he's a standout, but, you know, uh, Danny Barbier comes in. Aiden Stanley, for me, is is a massive pickup. I think Matt Schneider and his inclusion in the midfield could be awesome. Carson Henderlong is a little bit of a a wild card for me up top and what could be, um, you know, success in college that didn't necessarily translate once he um, transferred, but still a good player. You're losing a lot of experience in USL Championship, 
but you're gaining young experience. Maybe not at the same level of what you had from the Robledos and the Tejadas and Brian Rebellion, but still guys that are familiar with this league. If we finish on Augie Williams, I had this conversation off air the other day about where he ranks in terms of all-time greats scoring-wise in the USL championship. And here's what I've come up with. Number one, Augie Williams is the second fastest to 50 regular season goals in USL championship history. The fastest, Junior Flemings. I don't care how many minutes or how many games that you play, just because you started younger, you shouldn't be looked down upon for that. And obviously he started at a very young age, 25 years, nine days to hit 50 regular season goals. He's ninth all time with 66 regular season goals. This guy has success. If you actually break down the numbers, he's currently averaging in terms of appearances all time in his career, a goal about every 200 minutes. That number's got to get better. If people think that his numbers from last year are going to be emulated once again. Now, Last year's system was predicated upon just him and great service from the outside. In theory, that is what's going to be replicated with Indy 11 based upon Sean McCauley's background in Minnesota United and the personnel. But who knows? I do think Augie Williams is a good striker. I think it's a great pickup. To me, it's going to be systematic success and exactly how Sean wants to play this team and how many opportunities they're going to be able to get him in front of goal. By no means are we bypassing the first four weeks of the season, but since we've got Indy and Louisville on the mind, um, I, I don't know about you, I feel older now that Paolo Del Piccolo is an assistant coach and not playing. There are still oh, yeah. the old guard guys, Ownby, McCabe, Tosh, etc., that are still getting it done there. What are your thoughts of addition number 10 uh, of the team in purple? This is this is finally the year where you can say they had to turn the page. Yeah, it's it's been a long time coming for them, and you know you just mentioned some of the names like like um, Paolo Del Piccolo that are gone. You know everybody looked at George Davis and Luke Spencer and what was years before. Sure that Brian Ombi's still there, and and you've got Niall McCabe as well. But this isn't the team that had every single person sharpied into a lineup, right? This is the transition that John Hackworth started to talk about at the beginning of the 2019 season, right? And it's taken a little bit of time. I look at the younger players that are already there, guys like Elijah Winder and Carlos Mogel, who they're very good. There's no doubt about that. But being very good and having that experience and support around you and being the guy are two very different things. It's also a very different thing when you're an Elijah Winder getting minutes off the bench or you're in the starting 11 lineup against Jorge Gonzalez and Brian Ombi. Got to find a way with those guys to make sure you make an impact. Defensively, they've added some pieces that, in theory, should be very good for them. Um, I, I, you still got Sean Tosh. I like Wes Sharpie. Um, the the pickup of Arturo Ordonez, to me, is, is one of the bigger pickups in USL Championship offseason. Not the biggest, but one of. Defensively, they got better. The biggest question for them is going to be in goal. I get it. The departure of Cameron Lancaster, people are going to worry about that. I see Wilson Harris as, as filling right. that role, no problem, as well as everybody else around them. In goal, though, you've got a Danny Fondes goalkeeper, 31 years of age, who only had nine appearances en route to that title appearance in 2022. He carried a goal against average and had three shutouts, but nine games isn't exactly the greatest sample size. So what do they do? They go get Damian Loss, who is very young, He's going to be 22 years of age in April, if I'm not mistaken. Now, last year, goalkeeper of the year, MLS Next Pro, 
led the league in shutouts with 12, led the league in goals against average at 0.74. But I want to tell everybody right now, MLS Next Pro, in the nicest of ways, is not USL Championship. And here's why. MLS Next Pro are young players, a lot of young players, mostly at academy level, ranging from 15 to 20, basically. Those boys are trying to figure out what their life is going to be. USL Championship has young men Mm -hmm. that know what their lives are, and they're trying to fight for their living. They are putting bread on the table. So two very different leagues. Damian Loss, very talented for sure, but the goalkeeping position is going to be the biggest question mark coming from such a different level. We've got Devin that lives in three different worlds, depending on what day of the week it is, what time of the year it is, that being Major League Soccer, USL Championship. By the time we get to November, December, his focus is on what's going on in college soccer. So let's bring it back to the forefront. Again, last week um, it was Orlando and Montreal. uh, Not that many goals too much silence from Devin's perspective uh, for some period of time. What are your expectations other than fully functioning audio equipment uh, for Philadelphia and Sporting Kansas City coming up this weekend? A very physical, direct game. As much as Sporting chased against the Houston Dynamo, they did get on the ball, they tried to control the game. That's going to be disrupted even more by Philadelphia Union, who I say it's going to be physical and direct because that's also going to be easier on them in theory because they've already played three matches. They've had two CONCACAF Champions Cup games, including an extra time or 120 minutes against the Priests in midweek. Uh, It'll be interesting to me as to exactly how much sporting is willing to take this and chase them. They're at home. It's their home opener. I would absolutely pound the union into submission if I was the coach. Then again, you could also give them the ball, sit back, let them try and be direct, open themselves up and make them chase, which it's Peter Vermees. He's smarter than I and wouldn't be surprised if he played with five guys and still figured out a game to win. So who knows? Again, Devin Curry, you can catch him this weekend, Apple TV, MLS season pass, and obviously as many USL championship games as he can fit his schedule around that. As always, thanks for the time and the insights, my friend. I'll see you real soon. Craig, all the best, buddy. Cheers, man. We'll try to talk some Open Cup. I'll try to sneak in some FA Cup as well when uh, we return to wrap up our final preseason edition of the show. Soccer Saturday wraps up next on 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan. Made fresh just for you. Penn Station sizzling hot grilled subs served on their famous fresh baked bread, awesome fresh cut fries, and fresh squeezed lemonade. That's an unbeatable flavor trio because at Penn Station East Coast Subs, they grill, they fry, they bake. Order online, order by phone, or dine in at a Penn Station restaurant today. Penn Station, it's all about good taste. At Johnson Controls, they transform the environments where people live, work, learn, and play. The places and spaces that are the backdrop to the biggest moments in your life. Delivering more efficient workplaces, better patient outcomes, safer learning environments, and enhanced fan and passenger experiences. They provide the building technology, solutions, and expertise to power your mission. Johnson Controls. When you're dealing with a sports injury, getting back out there is the first thing on your mind. We know the feeling. Our sports medicine team cares for thousands of student-athletes across central Indiana. In addition to physicians and athletic trainers, you'll have access to experts in physical therapy, imaging, and more. 
And with convenient locations near you, we help make healing as simple as possible. Learn more at ecommunity.com slash sports. Community Health Network. Exceptional care, simply delivered. Meet Kate. Okay, I'll send that report. Kate juggles a lot working from home. At Indiana Members Credit Union, we know Kate. We know she needs more room. We're here to help Kate and you by offering a special low intro rate on an IMCU home equity line of credit. Today, it's all about Kate. Tomorrow, it's all about you. Because at IMCU, it's you that matters. Subject to credit approval, IMCU is an equal housing lender and federally insured by the NCUA. Learn more at imcu.com. Who appreciates the value of an Ivy Tech Community College associate degree? It starts with more than 20 Indiana colleges and universities who have partnered with Ivy Tech in a guaranteed admissions program. Or the 70,000 students who earn college credit while still in high school. Or the more than 1,500 nurses who launch their careers from Ivy Tech each year. But the real value lies in the better life an Ivy Tech degree makes possible. Ivy Tech is your pathway to a better tomorrow. Get started today at ivytech.edu. Rising 15 stories above the city's wholesale district, the Hyatt Place Hyatt House Indianapolis downtown offers a modern and lively setting in the heart of the city within walking distance to the best attractions so you can enjoy your downtown experience to the fullest. Stop by the Pivot Bar and Balcony with exclusive outdoor dining and space to host your next private event. Enjoy a relaxing dinner or craft cocktail on the spacious outdoor patio. Call 317-762-2013 for more information and to make your reservation today. That's a way to use your head. It's Soccer Saturday on The Fan. Welcome back for the final time this morning. It is Soccer Saturday on 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan. Again, Indy 11 on the road the first two weeks of the season starting next week at Oakland Roots is the season opener. Home opener, and I'll do the official research, but pretty sure this is the earliest home opener we've had in team history. March 23rd, Sacramento Republic. I'll have the call of it. TV station to be named. Um, ESPN Plus always has it. Brad and I will have 20 matches for you together this year. First one will be against Sacramento Republic. All right, we talked off the jump about the Open Cup and again announcing that it's eight MLS teams, 11 MLS Next Pro teams. A couple of those, by the way, are independent teams, including Chattanooga FC that is making the jump from NISA to MLS Next Pro this year. Um, we've talked about the Open Cup over the last two or three months just because of knowing either MLS teams were not participating or that all of them were not going to participate. And again, allow me to state this is my opinion, not the opinion of the Indy 11. I would prefer it if the Open Cup had told them to stick it. That if all of you aren't going to play, frankly, the ones of you that want to play, great, we'll take you. And the ones that don't, bye-bye. And that, again, if you're an independent MLS Next Pro team, there should be a place at the table for you. But if you're affiliated with a Major League Soccer club, you have no business being in this competition. It didn't happen that way. And so, let's hope for the best. There has always been a sense of us against them in terms of when a USL championship team plays a major league soccer side, I would imagine that would exist even more in this edition of the competition. Best of luck to all of the teams that are participating in the Open Cup, except for those in Major League Soccer. Again, that ends my opinion piece on the subject not that of the Indy 11. Unfortunately, not exactly much time left to get it further in depth into the FA Cup. Eight 
teams have advanced on to the quarterfinals. In terms of surprises, nothing that was too stunning um, as far as lower-level squads to advance. Leicester, who, let's face it, is going to be back to being a Premier League team next year, has advanced in terms of the competition. Coventry, who got to play a six-tier team, they advance as well. They're the teams rooting for the next time that we reconvene matches in terms of the FA Cup which is all of two weekends from now. But we're back with you next week with the season opener of season 11 for our beloved Indy 11. Sean McCauley, team captain, and if an undrafted player made the team, that player will join us next week as well on Soccer Saturday on 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan. Thanks for listening to Soccer Saturday presented by your Central Indiana Ford dealers. Visit your local Central Indiana Ford dealer today. And by Community Health Network. Exceptional care simply delivered. For more, log on to 1075thefan.com. As the highest performing national contractor of excellence, Gaylor Electric offers complete design-build electrical construction and 24-7 on-demand electrical support. Recognized by many world-renowned companies as one of the most forward-thinking organizations in the industry, Gaylor Electric delivers consistent excellence in innovation and quality to the customers we serve. Visit Gaylor.com to find out what it's like to rely on Gaylor Electric. Experience exclusive living at the Olivia Luxury Residences and Shops. From modern high-end finishes to a luxurious amenities center, elevated pool, and aqua lounge, no detail is overlooked in the Olivia Luxury Apartment Residences. Step outside and enjoy great food at Bar Louis, Verde Cantina, Rosie's Cafe, or Sugar Creek Winery. The Olivia is walking distance from the Monon Trail and Carmel's Arts and Design District. Call 317-660-2400 to schedule a tour at the Olivia Apartments today. Head to Court Furniture Clearance Center for up to 70% off new retail prices. Stock is updated regularly, so you never know what kind of treasures you'll find. They offer a wide variety of stylish furniture for any budget, and every piece is court certified, so you can let your personality show in every room. Mention Radio 20 and get 20% off any item in the store near I-65 and Lafayette Road. Online at court.com. Refresh your home with stylish finds from Court Furniture Clearance Center. When joint pain is getting in the way of your life, Community Health Network Orthopedic Specialty Care can help. Community specialists offer comprehensive care for every type of orthopedic issue. And our convenient locations and simple scheduling options make it easier to get the relief you need. Learn more at ecommunity.com ortho. Community Health Network. Exceptional care. Simply delivered. The goal isn't graduation day. The goal is a better every day after. It's the first day in your new career, your first pay raise, the fifth day of that week-long vacation. It's the first paid holiday home with your family or the day of your last car payment much sooner than you thought. At Ivy Tech Community College, they don't just care about your degree. They care about your life. Ivy Tech can get you where you want to go. Get started at ivytech.edu. At Johnson Controls, they transform the environments where people live, work, learn, and play. The places and spaces that are the backdrop to the biggest moments in your life. Delivering more efficient workplaces 
better patient outcomes, safer learning environments, and enhanced fan and passenger experiences. They provide the building technology, solutions, and expertise to power your mission. Johnson Controls.